This episode of the Esoteric Order of Roleplayers is brought to you by the generosity of our backers on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash esotericrp to find out how you can become a backer too. The Esoteric Order broadcasts from Santa Fe, New Mexico. We recognize these episodes are produced on the traditional territory of the Tewa-speaking Pueblo peoples, and we acknowledge their community, their ancestors, their elders both past and present, and future generations. The Esoteric Order of Roleplayers present The Batman Roleplaying Game An Esoteric Duet With David Larkins as the Game Master session it's been a while it's been a while a while and it's been a while uh not world of darkness this time although it is a dark world oh tell me about this tell me about this dark world that we are about to dwell in oh let's see wait a minute i've got i got some juicy back cover stars so dark so dark Let's see. Um, no, that's not that juicy, actually. Let's see. Maybe. Biscuit. That's not a good start. That's giving me. Ah, little... here we go. Here we go. Here oh, we go. Okay. <clears throat> As the sun sets, the shadows grow. As the shops close for the night, the shadows darken. As okay. the businessmen ride the trains to the suburbs, the shadows cover the city. Mm-hmm. It is night. The streetlights wink on. The city is covered by a web of lights. But it is still night. There are still shadows. Mm -hmm. Savage people live in the shadows. Wait, 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 what? Alone, these people of the night are deadly. But they are not alone. They are organized. And at night, the city is theirs. Or would be, if not for one man, (gasps) the Batman, trademark, welcome to Night in Gotham. Wait a minute. He's given a little bit of a 60s Batman. Are you uh, telling me we're playing Batman? We are playing Batman role-playing game. <laughs> <laughs> the fact there's no definite article in there is kind of hilarious. Uh, what is it? Batman role-playing game. Oh, actually, if you if you go Batman to the, RPG. If, you, if you go to the verso of the title page, it says okay. the Batman role-playing game. Okay, fair enough. The Batman role-playing game. Role-playing game. That would, that's how I would read it. Yes. The Batman. The Batman. The Batman. The Batman. So, <laughs> so what, what is this system? What what, is yeah, this, what's, what's, what is all this? What is Because it says like DC. I have a DC character, DC Heroes character sheet in front of my DC face. DC Heroes, indeed. Well, yes. That this is a character oversized. record. Character record, by the way. Which I appreciate that. I like that. It. That makes yeah, sense. That's cool. Where you record your character details. Very true. Um, yes. So that is that is one just right off the bat. I would ding this off particular the bat. product mm-hmm. off the bat. Man. I would ding this particular product because it did not come oh. with its own character record. So I had to well, find a separate character record. Now, what's the meaning of that? Why? Why? I, I don't know. So let me um, let me tell you a little bit about what we're playing, though. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. So we are, as you surmised from your character record, we are yes. playing the DC Heroes system, okay. uh, specifically the Batman role playing game. Correct. Um, this is a standalone game that the publisher of this uh, DC Heroes uh, old publisher called Mayfair Games. They were a okay. big deal when I got into the hobby. They they are no more. Mm, okay. um, 
they uh, they first published DC Heroes in 1985, and mm. around yeah. the same time that this was getting published, they came out with a second edition, which uh, my understanding yeah. is is that that's the edition where they kind of got everything dialed in. Right. This is, uh, I, I was watching something on YouTube mm-hmm. about this game, the Batman role-playing game, and uh, some people call this version 1.5 because it was kind of, oh. uh, kind of. it had most of the changes that they put in second edition, but not all of them. And I okay. don't know the system well enough to know what the differences are. So there you go. So this is uh, this came out in 1989. Uh, movie buffs might remember that was also the year that Tim Burton's Batman came out. Yes. And start you know sort of revived uh, the popular uh, image of of Batman and and um, sort of um, you know replaced. Uh, the Adam West Batman and the popular consciousness. Yeah, when you think about that, that's kind of interesting because, I mean, we've we've been surrounded by Batmans for a while, but like, mm-hmm. they're really Batman really does go through like a fifteen year kind of cycle, where like <laughs> every fifteen years it's like, mm-hmm. oh, Batman, and then people start doing Batman. So like, oh, Batman. Oh, yeah, exists. I I think it's true. I think that's like just looking at just thinking about the years. It's like sixty five, right? Adam West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But before that, for the comics, right? So, but that was like in the 40s, right? Sure, sure. So we're kind of dealing with like these 15-year cycles of Batman. And then we okay. had um, you know, we had all of the bizarre 90s Batman stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Nolan's like, fuck that shit. I'm gonna make Grim Dark Batman. And even though it's and then and then recently we're like we're gonna give it a deep dark batman like we're mm. gonna make it even darker even darker so like, it's yeah, kind of interesting uh, dark so i'm thinking that are the next cyclical batman after the pattinson batman the batman mm. stops um mm. we'll get back to campy batman and colorful think, batman again i think that's Which, honestly the only way to go I, at this ooh, point and know? i live so i'm i'm looking forward to those 15 years i just hope i survive it that's all oh my god <laughs> <laughs> to see the next right. batman all right but i think we we should talk about so is there anything else about batman we want to talk about before getting into this like um i think like our relationship with batman maybe uh our relationship with batman how how we how we think of batman yeah like what do we think about it um (laughs) sorry maybe (laughs) Okay, so basically, um, yes, one one moment though, one moment. All right, please, please to repeat what you uh, said. Oh, I mean, so we talked a little bit about the system. We talked about when it was released. Mm-hmm. What else do we need to know about the game before we get into it? And then, do you want to talk about like our sensibility with Batman? What what our preferences are for Batman, the setting and stuff. Yes, we should we should definitely do all of that. So, um, what else to know about the system? Well, obviously, I've never run it before. Okay. I've never played it before, nope. so we're brand new to it. Yeah. Uh, why are we playing a <laughs> iteration of a DC role playing game that came out uh, thirty five years ago almost? Well, because um, we can. Like, I don't. Because we can exactly. The, no, because the... because there was a there. It was a Batman role playing game. Although Hello. I think they have done one since then. But nevertheless, okay. yeah, this it is exists. the one I remember seeing on the shelves there at War go. Games West. Okay. Also, RIP to War Games West. But uh, okay. <laughs> but no, this is the one I remember seeing on the shelves, and they apparently printed a lot of them because they were <laughs> like, you know, oh boy, a movie. Is a blockbuster. Everyone's gonna want to run out and pick this up with this like really boring ass cover. Archaic, like, boring ass cover. Yeah, it looks yeah. like the it looks like the '89 Batman logo. It well, yeah, a little bit. I mean, although to be the true '89 Batman logo, they have to cut off either oh, side there. Oh, that's you know? true. So, okay, yeah. never mind. So it's more of the '60s Batman logo. Well, yeah, it's it, this. That's the funny thing is that you know they just use illustrations from the from the DC. Uh, you know, art archives. And so it, it's still like 80s Batman where he's got that kind of like gray and blue kind of thing blue. going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not, not like the all... the best camouflage Like beetle black. Yeah. Right, right. 
So, um, black. yes, and it actually has nothing to do with the Tim Burton movie whatsoever. No, although they, they do include stats for Vicki Vale, I guess, as a sort of hat tip, you know, no, to the she's movie. A char- yeah, I mean, she's an established character, but she also, exists, you know, but... they, uh, you know. <laughs> They they cherry picked who they were going to put in the book, and she was one of their one of their choices for obvious reasons, I think. Um, but yeah, you know, like for instance, there's stats for Robin in here, and then you've got you know Catwoman and you've got yeah. everyone else, Joker. all the rest. You got Jocker, you've got no, um, Joker, Nightwing. Oh, you know, Batgirl the in question. There? Yes, I believe Batwoman too. Not Batwoman, only oh. Batgirl. Hmm. Um, did they? No, oh, maybe they didn't. I thought they did. Hmm, that's weird. Anyway, um, yeah, so, I don't know, it's a self-contained game, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I also kind of feel like, you know, I've been in the market for a good superhero system for, I don't know, decades, and, uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. And, um... Yeah, I just kind of figured, you know, I've heard good things about this system. It's it's also referred to as the MEGS system because it stands for the Mayfair Exponential Game System. Uh, I've heard good things about it. Okay. And so I'm, I'm curious to try it out. And I yeah. figure if we enjoy our venture into the world of Batman, mm-hmm. uh, maybe I'll pick up DC Heroes and that'll be my go-to. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, there are other perfectly fine... Superhero well, systems out there nowadays, but yeah, why not? Just because it's old doesn't mean it's no good. Well, why why pick Batman? Why pick Batman instead of like a Marvel kind of the world of Marvel? Well, that's a that's also a good question. So I th- I think maybe a caveat we should offer up, uh, especially for any comics nerds out there who might be listening. Oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> How not to be all get, confrontational. How did, how did you get here? First well, first of all. of all, yeah. First of all, apologies in advance. Well, no, actually, but... I think no, no. I mean, well, there's a lot of apologies in advance, but let's talk about it a little bit. <laughs> right. I think it means you're a well-rounded person if you're into comics and you listen to like a role play, an actual play podcast. I think you're probably oh, well, a well-rounded person. Absolutely. No, I just meant comics fans who are also into listening to actual plays. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, not just some random comics fan, but. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, I, I think the thing is to say up front is that you and I, I mean, you, you're actually more of a comics person than I am, even. Um, weirdly, yes. You know, but weirdly, yes. But not, um, but not too much. Right, and 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 those comics tend to be more of the sort of, I don't know, indie comic or you know whatever you want to call it, non superhero comic variety. Um, yeah. And for myself, like I never. You know, I never got into superhero comics per se, but I think we can both say that we have enjoyed superhero media yeah. uh, for throughout our lives because mm-hmm. we we came into this world right around the same time that the first Superman movie did. And, <laughs> we did, you yeah. know. We were in India. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen that the first Superman movie. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. And then the one, the Wonder Woman TV show. I mean, this was really kind Wonder of Woman you know TV show. The yeah. first wave of like superhero um, media, you know, that was coming out in the late seventies into the eighties. True. And and so for, I think for both of us, that's kind of more our point of reference is like movies, also, TV shows. Yeah, but there'd be like yeah, exactly. You know. There's like the old Batman. Um, television series and then there was yeah. like the old spider-man television series that was in reruns so i'd see spider-man yep. and then mm-hmm. you know like you said saturday morning cartoons at x-men and um and then sure. as older teens like batman the animated series and superman right exactly animated, right. Which is yeah. so excellent so well done so mm-hmm. like i think i think dc has been kind of more of a aside from x-men i would say that general DC heroes are kind of more part of my mindset with uh, superheroes. Same. That's modern you know, mythology. I, it is, and, and I think for whatever reason, yeah, I, I think DC... See, nowadays it's all about Marvel, but back then mm-hmm. it was more about DC. Like, Marvel mm-hmm. Marvel was the one that was struggling. They, they right. were the ones yeah. who couldn't get so their like, shit oh, together do do? Yeah. and figure out how to make the leap into TV and, and movies, especially. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and, you know, now it's, like, the reverse of that. But, yeah, so, like, when 
when Burton's <laughs> 89 Batman dropped, I was 11 years old, so I was yeah. like perfect perfect age. Oh yeah. Fucking loved it. Oh yeah. It was yeah. amazing. And oh, then yeah, yeah, I remember like randomly coming home from school when I was like a freshman in high school turning on the TV and like Batman, the animated series. I'm like, "Okay, sure." And then it's like I start letting it wash over me. I'm like, "What? Like this is too good." Like I remember thinking that like, like this is too good to be on after school <laughs> TV. Like what the yeah. fuck? Damn it, you know? Fox. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Yeah, it was very very good. Those are those I can be those can be found online very easily, I think. The yeah, they're they're Batman. on YouTube. Yeah, and super and the and I, think, I would say the uh, Superman series is excellent as well. Yeah, yeah, I I, I kind of missed that one, but I know you you watched yeah. it. So oh yeah, and I, I think I caught a couple episodes and went, mm, this is just as good, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, no, they they are out there on YouTube. I think they're also, you know, findable on the stre- on streaming services oh, yeah, if yeah. you have the right ones. Um, but yeah, I think that's, you know, other than the fact that it's like they put out a specific Batman RPG, Mm -hmm. um, you know, for myself, you know, as a, as a, as a, a boy and as a teenager, you know, I was gravitated towards DC properties and more specifically Batman, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I think also, yeah, I just tend to kind of like that in general for superheroes, that kind of more street-level stuff, you know, where you're maybe not even necessarily dealing with any um, powers. You're, you're, you know, using your own wits mm-hmm. um, to kind of navigate these issues, you know, so... Totally. Yeah, yeah. So that's why Batman, I guess, <laughs> you know, and with the caveat that, yeah, our, our sort of... POV is more from the the media rather or the visual media rather than the comic books. Right. Um certainly we don't we don't really know or care about the intricacies of the no. the timelines and No, you know. I mean just like just like any other character I think, you know, like that you'd be like I, if you look at it from like a Pendragon perspective. Mm-hmm. Um we're taking these characters and we're just doing what we want with them within the confines of like some of the lore but not mm-hmm. all of it and it's our interpretation mm-hmm. of these characters in their in that context you know so or I mean, even the and, green knight the movie the green knight you know yeah, which, exactly. which a lot of arthurian purists hated because they were like oh that's not really going you know and it's, it's like, like well, that's that kind of, storyteller's version of going you know right, and it, exactly yes it did depart from the, mm-hmm. the literature a little bit but uh you know, that's kind of the point, is every time a storyteller, you know, mm-hmm. takes up an iconic character, it becomes a little bit theirs, you know. Totally. Yeah, that's why it's, like, fun. So I do, I like DC Comics and comic mm-hmm. heroes in general. I like, unlike you, I'm more into, like, the superpower kind of thing. So Superman and Wonder yeah. Woman are more of, like, my jam, where it's, like, and, like, X-Men, where it's, like, oh, you have these powers. Like, how do you, <clears throat> excuse me, how do you handle them? How do you mm-hmm. work with them? I like the Batman movies generally overall. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Christian Bale is a really good Batman to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Pattinson did a great job as well. So like, and Michael Keaton, it's like, you know, whatever. So like, <laughs> it's just Batman. So like, he wasn't as bad as everyone feared. No, it was fine. <laughs> but like, you know, Senor Bale was great. I I like that a lot. I enjoyed that stuff up until the third uh, movie. Yeah. But I have to say, Batman Begins and The Dark Knight are a good, solid Batman thing that I like. It's it's mm-hmm. fine. Um, and then, yeah, Pattinson did a good job. So I'm just saying, like, it's fun. It's a fun world to explore, and I'm excited to see where we go with it. So, And it's our interpretation. Perceptive listeners will notice the gigantic gap there uh, that had absolutely nothing to say about uh, Batfleck or the Snyderverse whatsoever. And we have no opinions about those at all. Yes, haven't seen them. Don't, Don't care, care to. to see them. <laughs> Not interested. No, thank you. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Don't care to see them. Not interested. Um, I mean, if you're making Superman grimdark, that's the antithesis of Superman. Like that's oh, that's just oh, you might as well oh, make Bizarro Superman. So oh, like. Great. I just find that very sad, and I think you need to make Superman the ideal. Like, he's he's an alien, and he's someone who has come to Earth to figure out how to be who he is, and he's faced with a lot of different things that 
impact that, but not grimdark Superman. Is please no. No, but Thank yes, you. he has he has come to Earth. Thank you for that segue because that mm. uh, takes mm. me into what I was going to talk about in terms of making our um, our universe here, our universe, our own. So, uh, <laughs> like I said, I mean, I mm. you know I'm not super familiar with the comics. So when I was reading through stuff and prepping and thinking about things and whatnot, and we talked about it. And we talked about it. I got to wondering, like. You know, um, where exactly <laughs> is Metropolis and <laughs> I hope Gotham we won't City. spend too much time on this, but and that's just enough. I, well, I think this is I think this is some hot shit. No, honestly, well, we I have some hot pretty, takes. We, we're break, we're serving it up to you fresh. Hot right. takes don't have to agree. It's cool if you have a different idea, but this is our this is what's getting our juices flowing, so to speak. Exactly, exactly. So. All the way up until three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Pretty much my whole life. That's right. I had sort of just assumed that the way DC <laughs> rolled, like Marvel is like, these are actual cities. Spider-Man in lives States. in New York City. Yes. You know, and he is a hero of New York City. Right. You know, and right. so forth. Mm-hmm. I don't know the rest. And... <laughs> And the rest. And the rest. Yes, they have these sort of fake locations, you know, your your Latverias or whatever. <clears throat> you know, these sort of made up <laughs> spots Eastern on the European planet. Place. Yeah, exactly. But for the most part, you're dealing with real world locations. But yes. of course, obviously in DC, you've got these like, you know, fake named cities. Named cities. Right? Yeah, named. Gotham City. Metropolis. Uh, Metropolis. You know, Gateway City, Central City, yeah, all that kind of stuff. They yeah. they they like the something city construction. Yeah. You know, just to let us know it's a city. Yeah, and it and it's kind of to your point about Grimdark Superman. I mean, I think that is another reason I do kind of like DC a little bit more, is just that it doesn't seem to take itself too seriously when it's at its best. That's you know, right. like it, right. it always kind of understands like. Yeah, this is a world with places called Central City and Gateway City and Star City and Gotham yeah. City. Like, like yeah. you know, at a, you know, at a certain point, is like you're acknowledging this is a comic book reality. This is a mm-hmm. comic book world. You know, mm-hmm. we're not trying to make this all like you know, oh, it's so realistic and grounded. You know, yeah. Um, I know all the movies have gone and gone in that direction more. You know, and I'm not, I'm not like. Saying, like, we should go back to the, the days of spandex, no. you know, costumes or anything. No, but, no. you know. Anyway, saying all of this way. Growing up and, and through my entire life up until three weeks ago, I had just assumed that these DC cities were stand-ins for, like, actual real-world cities. So, in my mind, it was like, Superman's from Smallville. That's in the Midwest. And he goes to Metropolis. Metropolis must be Chicago. Right, and then right. Gotham City. Well, Gotham's a nickname for New York City, and you know, New York City certainly had its eras where it was very Gotham City esque in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, just being a kind of tough place to live and lots of crime and, you know, um, break breaking down of the social order and so forth. You know, um, so I was just like, yeah, Gotham City is New York City, duh. You know, <laughs> yeah. but then I was like thinking about it. And I'm like. Maybe I should actually check on that. Like, you know, I wonder if my I wonder if I'm just assuming that. And so I, I Google it, and what was absolutely fascinating to me, and this is another piece that I really actually like about DC, is that they never really exactly nailed it down themselves. They the, these locations tend to move around. Um, so sometimes, and and there's there's something kind of close to canon these days, but it's mm-hmm. still a little like you know, and it really is. Like, well, different writers would write a story and they'd put Metropolis here, or they'd put it there, or whatever. You know, like, I think somebody said at one point Smallville was depicted as being within driving distance of both cities. Yeah. You know, and then, and then you know, there's, there's I think the, the canon actually these days is that small uh, uh, Metropolis and Gotham City are, are across the bay from each other. Yeah. Which, you know, is, is hilarious when you think about it because it's like Batman's like... <laughs> fucking fighting this one man war against all these like <laughs> insane, you know, cartoon villains and Superman's just over in Metropolis being like, 
you need any help? And Batman's like, fuck off, you know? And it's like, <laughs> Superman's like, I could just fly over. I'm like literally like a two-minute flight. from. Yeah, like, I, I, I could, could come over and help. Two secs, yeah. You know, if you, <laughs> if you need help with the, with the Joker, I can totally, no! You know, no, like... Leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. I don't need your help. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's like good. No, oh, thanks. So, and then, and then what, what particularly irritated me is that, like... <laughs> then the real world cities do exist. So there's Gotham City, which canonically is in southern New Jersey. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Totally fits. <laughs> but then there's also New York City. And then yeah. you see these like sort of different things getting thrown around. Like, oh, well, Gotham City's got a population of like 250,000. I'm like, no, there's no way it had <laughs> Albuquerque's twice that size. Like, come on, give me a break. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, when you put it that way, it's like, yeah, it's like, wait yeah, a minute, it's like, wait wow, a minute. Like, that makes Batman seem even lamer, you know, he's like, he can't even, can't even control, uh, like, a small suburb, you know. Well, it's just one man, man. It's Come just, on. it's one Batman. That's right. But then also, like, I feel like, I think it was in the Batman RPG, um, it said something about it being a city of eight million. Okay. Which That's was like clearly reasonable. intended as like a New York New City York, substitute, yeah. and especially if if we're if we are to believe that there's a Gotham City within like a you know what three hour drive or whatever I don't know how long it takes to get from Southern New Jersey New York City, but you know not long I don't think hours drive, um, you know to this other city of like eight million people, which of course is why they dropped the population of Gotham City down is like make it more believable, you know right? But I'm like, look. As far as I can tell, Gateway City does exist in place of San Francisco. So we do have, and like Star City exists in place of Seattle. So we do have these like precedents of these DC cities kind of substituting for real world cities. So I'm like, look, in my universe, that's just how it is. If there's an obvious analog... We're plugging it in, and the old city is out of there, right? Yeah, so, New York doesn't exist. So so it does take two hours to get from South Jersey to New York City. Okay. All right. Nice. So, yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, and then, and then interestingly enough, people debate about this online, too. And, you know, there's people who's like, no, 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 Gotham City, Chicago, New York City, you know, yeah. everything always goes down in alleyways. New York City doesn't have alleyways, you know, <laughs> like, and other people are like, oh, Gotham City's got more of a Detroit vibe to me, which I'm like, oh, that's definitely mm-hmm. fair, you know, I yeah. can see that. Yeah. So, but I think at the end of the day, gotta go with New York City. You know, it's just, it just feels right. So, 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 so in, you're saying we are, we are substituting. We're, we are substituting. So Gotham City is, is substituting. For New York City, yes. And this is a long, long, lifelong dream of yours to have New York City just never exist. Correct, exactly. Okay, just yes. going so with I've that. You're biased. Finally erased New York City from the map. Nice. And, okay, uh, good. Yes. It's done. Like the super villain that I am. Look, we don't have any listeners in New York. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's be real. We have more listeners in Finland than New York City. Like, well, that's probably true. We're I'm not sure. offending anyone. <laughs> No. And hey, you know, they'd be like, yeah, that's your opinion. Fuck you. You know, that'd be like, <laughs> hey, hey, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So that's yeah. fine. That's fine. True. Now, that did leave the issue of Metropolis. And okay, so I we, was... and we had a big discussion about this, but we are just playing in Gotham City, correct? We are. We are. Yeah, There's okay. no, Metropolis will not actually feature in this game, but I did okay. kind of want to get an idea of where it was, because I mean, what if it is right across the bay, you know? But no also, way. what if, no what if, you know, does, I guess in my, in this story, this is kind of our setting, this is our world building part of this game. Yes, So for this game, does Bat, unless this is integral to the story, does Batman know about Superman already? Oh my God, okay, you just opened a can of worms. Son of a bitch, I did not mean to, no, don't, I don't want, it's already been like 35 minutes of this, so uh, like we haven't even I played mean, yet. Look, this is just... Is this, this is part of huge... the game? Or is this part of the... What, what is happening? I, are you I don't know. Like this? This, this, is, this is a thing. This is one of the reasons why I am so ambivalent about like the, the superhero industrial complex. I know people love team-ups. I love I don't. team-ups. I'm not one of those people. Really I'm, not, I'm not that into it. Unless it's a rare thing. Unless it like, only happens occasionally. So, like, I'm sorry, right, but Justice I mean. League, I just don't feel it. I'm not okay, feeling I'm not Justice talking League, about you know? a league. I'm just talking yeah. about if they are adjacent, if Metropolis yeah. is adjacent to Gotham, does right. Batman know about it? And 
if people are doing crime, if there's like all this crazy vigilante crime fighting being happen, happening by superheroes, do the other yeah. superheroes know about it? Um, right. No, that's an excellent question. I know. Um, I ran across something in my readings that, you know, basically said that originally, you know, back way back in the day, back in the 40s, um, every superhero was basically assumed to just exist within their own world. Dimension. So, So, so oh, I I kind of like that idea. Exactly. It makes it more interesting. I don't know. Anyway. So, like, Superman was the only superhero on his planet, and Batman was the only superhero on his planet, and so forth. But, like... I forget, there was some, you know, there was some, like, kind of crossover event at some point that kind of, like, it was like, oh, well, these guys actually exist in the same world. You know, like, some reference, <laughs> cross-reference. And then We're not even going to bring up Green Lantern, all right, everybody? Yeah, it's not. yeah. <laughs> and then it was just off to the races after that. Okay. So, so I, I, will, I will bow to that. I will say that these, these heroes exist on the same planet, in the same world. Dimension dimension and everything else however what um i don't like the idea of having them be having them be proximate to each other for the reasons i said earlier okay it just seems silly that's fine so i to that end i was trying to think of where is metropolis like you know just an idle thought you know well you're planning the whole world right exactly so i started looking that up now the first thing i i found out right away is like nobody ever thinks metropolis is chicago which sad you know that is, whatever. that's sad to me too yeah um and and the fascinating thing a little bit of comics history was that um the you know the the the, the two creators of of superman uh, were living in cleveland when they uh <laughs> when they created the character mm-hmm. and so they originally uh pitched it to the local papers as like a um you know, like a, a Sunday strip or whatever, mm-hmm. and and so in order to sort of appeal to the local, you know, uh, sensibilities, originally Superman was a resident of Cleveland, which is right. interesting. That is interesting. Um, and so apparently, there's been some, you know, like if you if you know where to look, there's like some kind of, you know, you can see that kind of DNA in there, and in, the, in terms of their conceptualization of Metropolis, but. Um, also, there is a little bit of Toronto in Metropolis because mm-hmm. co-creator Joe Schuster uh, was born in Metropolis and lived there until he was No, 10. in Toronto. Sorry, born in Metropolis. Wop, wop, wop. Born in Toronto and lived there until he was like 10 and mm-hmm. then moved to Cleveland. And apparently, like, the Metropolis skyline was kind of, you know, modeled on um, Toronto skyline and, you know, stuff like that, right? Yeah. So, you know, I was, you know, I, I kind of went around, this is what we talked about, you know, I'm like, well, if Gotham City's Detroit and, and Metropolis is Cleveland, then they would be kind of proximate to each other across the lake, you know, oh, that's interesting. Or, you know, if Gotham's Chicago and, you know, right. blah, blah, blah. But, like... We went round and round on it, and at some point, I I uttered the um, you know unorthodox idea: What if Metropolis were Toronto, like actually Toronto, right? Yeah. And you know, what if Smallville isn't in Kansas? It's in like Saskatchewan. It's on the it's on the it's in the Great Plains, but it's yeah, north it's, of the border. It's north of the United States yeah. border. It's in Canada. Yeah, what which you're I mean, I know. Proposing is Metropolis and Smallville are in Canada, in North America, which would America. make Superman Canadian. Canadian, which I love. And suddenly everything clicked. Everything made <laughs> fucking sense. Yes. And if you if you are having the brainwaves that we had in talking about this, <laughs> congratulations, because you are part of this world now. Yes. And Superman <laughs> is Canadian. It is true. Forever. Absolutely. And when they say the truth, sense. justice, and the American way, we're talking North about America. the Americas. Hello, the Americas. North and South America. Superman yes. is not excluding anyone. He includes both Americas, North, Central, and South. That's, That's right. what he upholds. Absolutely. He is a, mm-hmm. he is a citizen of the world. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so that's what we settled on. So that is our, that is our you know, heterodox um, yes. take. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm aware that there is there there was like a, a short run uh, alternate universe uh, Superman you know comic about like well what if what if he, he had landed in the Soviet Union instead of the United States? <laughs> right. So this is just this is just kind of on that same wavelength, but it it actually doesn't require us, I think, to change Superman at all. In fact, no. he 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 kind of fits that Canadian stereotype of being like very like good-natured and civic-minded and, you know, like, <laughs> like you know, interested in, in helping people likeable. out. Likeable. And, and likeable. And, and saying buddy cut. all the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it says buddy all the time. So, you know, yeah. really, the, the main difference here is that he, he says things like oot and pasta, that's you it. know, so. That's, that's the only yeah. difference. It's the only difference. <laughs> But it makes a lot of sense to me. I love the idea, and that's canon for me forever. And absolutely, and you know, not so. not to be too cynical, but it, it it also positions Batman as like kind of the the archetypal well, United Statesian uh, yeah. superhero because he's just he's dealing with a lot of shit, man, and it just feels like it's all falling apart at the seams. And, and he's, he's a throwing a bunch of money. He's throwing a bunch of money at it to try it's to make it better. better. And it's not getting better. <laughs> Well, so. also, if you all want to talk about Superman's uh, costume, it's red, uh-huh. white. Uh, I'm sorry, it's red, blue, and gold. And it's that Correct. those are not that's not those are not the state flag for the United States. It's navy blue, red, and white. So, like, because his colors are so bright blue and red, and then the gold, it's like no, it it encapsulates encapsula, uh, encapsulates the Americas to me, yes. and that's yes. that. So it's it's canon. You know, just get used to it. Get used to it. Locked in. That's but not like to say said, that we don't have other superheroes, you know, Green Arrow and, and um, you know, Flash and, well, and, even, and even Wonder Woman when she wants well, to. Wonder Woman, know, that's a whole other conversation. Whole other so conversation. I think, I think like, this so. is a very nice convo just overall. I mean, before yeah. we get into the game, I think this really sets the stage for, like, our thinking behind it and our mentality. So... Yes. Perhaps. So in terms of our setting for this, the Batman role-playing mm-hmm. game, yes. what what year are we starting this? What are we, what are you thinking about okay. this? Like, what do you want to so do there? So that is, that is the one thing that I have not settled on. Oh. Um, although I have some suggestions. Okay. But I want your input on let's this as well. Let's do some collaboration, yeah. Let's, let's collab. Yeah. So... Okay, so like I said, the the Batman RPG is published in 1989. I also picked up the um, Night in Gotham source book, which is so weirdly formatted. It's almost like a kid's book. It's that kind of like... It is. It looks huge. 10 by 8 kind of almost square shape, and it's only 40 pages. Um, (laughs) That's kind of cool, actually. I love it actually because I I was like I wonder point. if there been any other I wonder if there been any other Gotham City source books and there was one mm-hmm. in the early two thousands mm-hmm. for yet another DC RPG yeah, <laughs> at the yeah. time and that one is much more your kind of conventional like hundred and fifty pager kind of thing you know where it's like we're going to give you everything drink from right. the fire hose you know yeah now I'm curious if maybe this one's a little too lightweight but we'll find out. Yeah. You know. I think we like to flush things out a little bit in our in and our it kind of fits with a, what what we're where we're yeah, going with our playing. general yeah. thing like this is our universe you kind That's of thing, right you know? yeah we just so, we're letting the whole Canadian bombshell just land a little bit more for people as we're yeah please just let that aerate yeah and, let uh, it marinate a little it's nice marinate yeah. it's nice just savor it <laughs> so it. so the the <laughs> the night in Gotham <laughs> book is part of the first edition um, line. Okay. So this was published in '86, mm. um, which oh. comes it comes across in a few places. I think my favorite spot. I'm just going to quote from the book here. Okay, let's do it. Uh, so of course it has a, a district by district guide to the city, <laughs> okay. which is also very um, abbreviated and is actually written in Commissioner Gordon's like voice. Like so, it's his bias basically. Yeah, exactly. Like there, there are points where he's like, "We're not really sure what's going on here," or blah blah blah. Uh, that's kind like of gives you sort of, some windows of of kind it of exploring. does. It does, like or you that. know, he just mentions Wayne Manor in passing, not really yeah. putting much importance on it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. 
So, so he's describing the um, district of Glendale, which mm-hmm. um, you know is a familiar name for you and I. Anyway, yeah, it's a Southern but, California town. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he's talking about Glendale, um, and it says here until recently. Oh, because basically, uh, it's it's home to the Gotham Institute of Technology, or GIT. Okay. And the high-profile presence of the Glendale County Sheriff's Department. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, it says GIT's large modern campus dominates the center of Glendale, and much residential and business activity revolves around the Institute as well. So, it says, until recently, area crime was primarily restricted to petty theft from stores and residences... With stereos and personal computers, the prime targets. So we're already getting into that 86 oh, vibe right there. PCs, baby. He stole my personal computer. Mm-hmm. And occasional vandalous fraternity pranks. About three years ago, however, the eastern, more run-down part of Glendale became mm-hmm. a nesting place for the city's quote-unquote punk scene oh. with the opening of the cavernous New Wave Dance Club Apocalypse. <laughs> the... New waivers, or quote, skinheads, oh. Oh. have made no oh. attempts to disguise their distaste for GIT's, quote, nerds, and well, vice versa. Yes. Assaults and vandalism have all risen drastically. Yeah. The sheriff's office is working overtime trying to find legal excuses for evicting the apocalypse. Oh my god. So. Cue uh, Black Flag's police story right here. Yeah, basically. Okay. I mean, what I make of that is like it, it immediately made me think of the that um, ABC after school special, what, whatever it's called, like so, so your kid's gone punk or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It was like that that kind of like mainstream perception of of punk rock in the eighties, which was mm-hmm. like speaking of cartoons. I mean, the fact that it's like the new waivers or skinheads, it's like no, no, that's that's <laughs> not even they're not even in the same universe. Right. It's like, sorry, guys, you tried and, it. And just, yeah, using punk and new wave, like, interchangeably, <laughs> viewing punks as, like, these just, like, nihilists who are just out to destroy everything and who basically are just, like, jocks right. yeah. but with, like, you know, outrageous hair who, like, yeah. hate nerds, even though yeah. the punks were the ones getting the shit kicked out of them by Damn. jocks at the time. Well, you know what I mean? yeah. Yeah, so, like, If anything, <laughs> the, the punks thing. and nerds have more in common than... Well, exactly. You know no, what I mean? Absolutely so. true oh to this God. day. So, um, yeah, it was just Scandalous. it was just hilarious to me. I was like, wow, this was definitely published in 1986, you know. <laughs> because, I mean, you know, that's the other irony is that by 86, I mean, the American hardcore punk scene had basically fallen apart. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was, you know, punk in general was going into a period of remission, you know, and then they're mm-hmm. just talking about it like it's still like, oh, have you heard about this band called the Sex Pistols? You know, like... You know. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. I yeah. love it. That's funny. Okay. Anyways, so, in terms so, of our setting and time In terms period, of our setting, I, I kind of feel like we should just use the material that's presented to us, which would make place it in the late 80s, right? Okay. Um, plus, I'm just, you know, <laughs> any any listener to our Nightlife series knows that uh, that's just kind of a, an era we like to set games in because... There's a yes, certain you, familiarity yes, there. Yes, you do. I do personally. Yes, there's a certain <laughs> familiarity there. Um, I've not set them in that time period on purpose, but. <laughs> oh well, I see. A disruptor. Um, <laughs> Don't start that shit. Do not. I'm just telling you. You, you kind of did this we, and I'm like, no, you're the one who sets in those time periods. I'm yes, like, but you of... like playing in those time periods. I don't mind. You enjoy it. playing in those time. It's fine. Time it's yeah. fine. It works because anyway. I'm, I'm open to it, yes. Yes. And, you know, and like, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's just modern enough to be familiar yeah. without being so modern that it's like, oh, what about this latest technology? You know, like, yeah, like we, we don't have to worry about, like, AI bots or something, you know? Well, Batman's like, already creating those things because he's a scientist. So he's already that's developing the other those thing. things in the 80s because he needs them yes. for crime fighting. So, exactly. so we're so, kind of covering so that's our another bases. Reason, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're covering our asses. We don't have um, to come up with some sci-fi shit that, no. you know, we don't, it's like, I don't know, what the fuck. But it's like, oh, what if Batman has the equivalent of a smartphone mm-hmm. in 1989 or yeah. whatever? You know, like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Which he kind of did. So, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. he should. So we'll do that. Okay, cool. Was that? Wait, no, what? he should. He should and he did. He should. He, he should. Yes, absolutely. No. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that. And then... Um, and then the other question, of course, is one of canon, one of one of 
timelines. Um, I'm not planning on featuring Robin in this introductory adventure, but um, I'm not averse to featuring Robin. Uh, In fact, there was even a part of me was like, maybe Des should just play Robin, you know? But um, (laughs) (laughs) no, I want to play Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, and I I should mention, I should mention that the Batman RPG does actually come with its own character generation mechanics if you want to make your own character. But then they give you all these other, you know, characters that you can just pick, you know, which is exactly how DC Heroes works as well. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. here's literally any number, you know, you play Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, all the way down to like, you can play Deadshot or, you know, Shade the Changing Man or whatever, you know, like just these guys, you know, these uh, sort of C-listers, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, but yeah, you, you want to play Batman. That's cool. Yeah. But apparently, from more investigations, um, around this time, around 89, Robin was going through kind of an identity crisis because yeah. <laughs> hilariously, DC uh, put out a, a phone poll, you know, like call this 800 number and, and vote yay or nay on whether mm-hmm. we should kill off Robin. And this was the second Robin. <laughs> Dirk Grayson had gone on to become. Oh Lightning. no, that did not go and so, well. And so, and so the that second Robin well. came along, and people were like, "Oh, this is just like get rid Metallica's of new bassist." You know, we just can't oh, get into no. it. Timely reference. And yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you. Well, yeah, it was for '89. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. And, I was. Yeah, yeah. I said it was oh, timely. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> no, no, timely comics was the no, anyway. Oh, um, no. So don't start. I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah, so so the vote was was a close one, but it was ultimately, yes, kill off Robin. And <laughs> then, so they did. And Uh-oh. I think right around this time, although I think it was after the RPG came out, because we have the stats for Robin in here, and I think it's the second Robin. Although I'm not sure. Now I have to check. Anyway, I'll be checking that while I'm talking. And then DC was like, well, do people even want Robin at all? Or yeah, no, it's the second Robin. It was like, did yeah. they want him did they want him killed off because they don't like Robin or they just didn't like this Robin? You know? Yeah. And they're like, shit. So anyway, we eventually they the brought in a questions. third Robin. And then there was a lady Robin at one point, and then there was a fourth Robin who's like Bruce Wayne's kid, which is, Uh-oh. you know, interesting. It's not wrapping it up. No bat condoms. <laughs> he didn't take it. He was his, his bat prophylactic. Raw dogging. Raw <laughs> Across Gotham City. That's right. All right. Um. Anyway. Don't do that. So Just don't do that, guys. Yeah. Put a put a put a lid on it, please. Um. Anyways, wrap it up. Not you. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. So okay. So <laughs> so you basically are saying we're setting this in the late late to, mid to late eighties. Mid to late 80s, kind of a nebulous mid to late 80s. Second Robin is still around for whenever he wants to show up. Okay, cool. We honor Second Robin. And then also where Gotham City is New York City, essentially. Yes. Um, And I am playing Batman. I mean, that's pretty much it. That's everything. That's pretty much it. I I sent you a dossier um, with Uh, information on Gotham. Yes, which I did not read. That's ah. fine. It's it's there. <laughs> Sorry. It's it's there for your uh, reference, really. I wish that I so, had read it beforehand. I think well, we weren't okay. sure if we were going to play or not. So that's right, and that's why I'm mentioning it now. Oh, um, shit. Well, I like to be prepared. Sure, sure. Well, good thing this is session zero, and uh, and then we'll we'll get okay. into session one. Okay. But uh, if you just want to open up the dossier. Oh, where did you send it to me? Uh, emailed it to you. You know, Gotham means Goat's Town, right? Yes. And that basically, it was, it was, uh, the Middle it Ages was make insult. Gotham out to be a village of simple-minded fools. Yes. Yes. There is actually a mini scenario in the Great Pendragon campaign that references that mm-hmm. very episode. Okay. When did you send? In that? the village of Gotham. Gotham dossier. There you go. The dossier. Nine pages. It's nine pages. So I think on, well, about halfway through, there's a map of Gotham. Yes. Now, interestingly enough, just further to my point, this is not the same. If you Google Gotham City map, this is not the map you will find nowadays because they actually did develop a canonical map in the early 2000s that has it split between three islands, which is why then in the Nolan films and and the, the recent Batman film, 
there's all this stuff about bridges and like flooding and all oh, that kind of stuff, God. you know. You'll you'll notice that that this Gotham City is much more sort of snugged up into a little bay and yes, uh, I can isn't see really that. isn't really a city of islands at all, no. really. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I just I wanted wanted to get that to you because I how it. we're gonna the way we're gonna start is we're gonna use the Night in Gotham source book because it has this very cool patrol mechanism. And it's basically a sandbox. I, essentially, I just oh. say, "All right, Batman." Okay. You know, shadows, shadows, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, what I read earlier. You know, mm-hmm. um, you are the you are the bat, etc. The bat, yes. And um, you know, where do you want to patrol tonight? And you can just decide. You can look at that map, and you can pick out, um, you know, whatever district you want to be patrolling. And you can ask me. I'm I'm happy to to you know expound on on details. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you'll just pick a district. I roll some dice to see if anything's going down in that particular sliver of time. Okay. Um, and then if there is, then I roll on a sub table to see what's going on. If there isn't, then you can, actually, you can decide whether you want to linger there, and I'll just roll again. You have a certain number of units of time, and okay. we'll get into what I mean when I say units of time okay, next session. Yeah. But yeah. you have a certain number of units of time that you have every night to patrol or to do anything really, but you know, mainly to patrol. And so it's, it's entirely on you, how you want to do it, like where you want to go, how long you want to linger, you know, um, you know, and then what, what to do if you see something going down, of course, obviously, you know, and, uh, from there we will see what happens. So, okay, cool. I'm doing a little open-ended thing here, you know, but, um, okay. Cool. I have some I have some scenario triggers in place as well, so that'll be interesting. It will indeed. So I think that about okay. covers our our session zero. Yeah, I think that's. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, I prefer to like um, when we do session one, just like going down the character sheet. It doesn't. That's not so much of session zero for me all the time. I guess. No, no, certainly. certainly. But. Because I feel like we're just going to just repeat it when we start up on session one. Yes, totally. No, I I think a a system review at the top of the first session is good, for sure. Okay, cool. All right, so we will will reconvene and uh, kick this off. All righty. Cool.